2: Zocco, finally waited. Eriksen, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez,
1: Lucas Moura. And belted into the ring, goal. On debut, Tongue Ombonbele has scored
2: the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura, clips it. Oh, great goal! Steven Bergman! in North
1: London, that is absolutely incredible on debut, Aurier, what
2: a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier, first to here to Sol, Kane, Good area for Spurs and Kate's not afraid to shoot. Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional. Try and place it. Wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line Son breaks forward. Oh, wow, what a run. Yemi Son from inside his own half has scored one of the best
0: goals of his Spurs career.
2: Ooh, welcome, welcome, welcome to. Other than the new Spurs order stream and podcast, bringing it to you on a Friday evening this time because we just don't rest. We don't rest. I'll be a host, uh, in aka X Pack, and I'm joined by my co hosts. First up, Scott Hall. How you doing?
1: I'm around, just arrived back in London about, I say, 10 15 minutes ago. So mm. I'm a bit knackered. Um, but well, yeah, man's good. I'm just out here dodging Mario. you get me?
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to do still. That's how it is, especially, I mean, that's what we're, that's why we're in on a Friday night, I guess. That's why we're in. Um, Booker T, I mean, you've been about. I mean, how are you doing, man? And why are we recording on a Friday?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Can't really complain. <laughs> Um Yeah, it's funny being on a, on a on a Friday because we were supposed to record yesterday, but obviously game was cancelled, and then there was a uh, there was an impromptu Christmas touchline fracas. Uh, do so a couple of us, myself and Si, went to that yesterday. But otherwise, I'm calm, just in on a Friday night, ready to chop it up with you boys.
2: Cool, 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 man. How's the knee doing?
0: Yeah, the knee's a lot better. To be fair, actually. <laughs> Building the strength in it, mate. It's just just taking it easy day by day.
2: Love to see it. Love to hear it, man. Um, Obviously, there's been a lot of, um, I guess, controversy around us, but we're still on the the back of back-to-back wins. Um, Obviously, one of you predicted the correct score. Uh, Obviously, we'll get into it. We've just come off the back of a win against Norwich. At home, it was obviously a good opportunity for us to stat pad with us being on negative goal difference still. Unfortunately, still getting over that Nuno hangover. Um, guys, like, what did you think of the initial starting lineup? Obviously, we had Emerson injured, and he was essentially the only change, it was a forced one. Um, what do you make of who had to replace him and uh, who had to slot in at right centre back? Following the uh, Romero injury as well, I'll start with you, yeah. Um. So, oh, so injury to
1: Romero, right wing back was Tanganga, yeah. and uh, right centre back was Sanchez. Tanganga stunk, yeah. Like, oh, no. like there's, there's no two ways. Of, look, I told you guys. I'm gonna start taking a very serious look at this guy. Okay. Yeah, and it started, and he stunk like he was bad. Um I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but Sanchez wasn't actually that bad, considering the the awful, absolutely awful game he had against Mora. Um, I'm not gonna say he was great, so you're not getting that from me, but he wasn't that bad, he was decent to say the least. Um, I think Jaffet has to take a very long look at himself, you know, because really and truly, um, where is this guy going to play now? We've seen him at right back. Possibly Possibly right back is his best position. Um, we've seen him at centre back. I'm not having it. Don't want him anywhere near centre back, to be honest with you, because his positional awareness is, is in the bin. So it's not it's not good enough for me. If he had good positional awareness, I'd have no problems with him getting a run at centre-back. But I'm not here to be training or having a kid trained into... We don't have the team for that, for him to be trained into a top elite centre-back. We don't have that. So you have to stamp down a position and take it for what it is. Um, I would say... Nah man, he was awful. <laughs> like he was, see, we're talking about Norwich here, rough. We are talking about Norwich, he was awful, seriously. Like at half time, I wanted him off, and then I realized the option was variant. And I said, <laughs> Jesus, we're finished. We're absolutely finished. Nah, not having it. He was bad, and it's it's shocking that the variant came on. I was okay, I guess. <laughs>
2: like, like,
1: how, how could you let a variant freaking play better than you? Like, come on, man. Uh, nah,
2: Jaffet needs to take a long, long, long look at himself in the mirror. Fair enough. Would you uh, put a caveat onto that, with that being not his natural position, like Tobes is alluding to there?
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. yeah,
2: it's not his natural position, but... That's not good enough, because I think he slots really well. Was that the uh, obviously that third centre back on the right side? see we saw Sanchez doing a lot of these overlapping weird runs, which I think suits Tanganga. But <laughs> they weren't even weird to be honest. That's harsh on Sanchez. He actually did those um, quite well uh, considering the opposition. But I feel like that suits Tanganga as well. Like, does he have a <laughs> the future there, over for Davinson Sanchez?
0: Um, I think maybe. I I, I think. With Tanganga, I think the biggest issue for him when I look at him at right wing back is his positional sense and his ability to play on the ball or his technical ability. Because being there, watching him, he wasn't really given much confidence by Sanchez. Sanchez is not someone who's very comfortable to, you know, labour on the ball, to take a few more extra touches, to open up, to pass to him. So you often find there were lots of moments that he was taking the ball either under pressure or if he was in acres of space where he wouldn't be able to really do a lot with it. Um, I feel as well, he was playing up against um, Brandon Williams, who I don't think is amazing, but had like a decent game and really ran, <laughs> ran his socks off for most of the game. Um, and then there was, a, there was that moment probably in the midpoint of the second half where Brandon Williams, for like the third time, I think, had gotten behind him and um, with a pass which was just played inside of Tanganga. And I think immediately um, I saw Conte flagging for the variant to come over. So <laughs> it clearly is not a position. It's clearly not a position that he's uh, he's particularly comfortable with. I personally think like there's a future with him. I think he probably needs another loan build to build his confidence um, playing in the first team. I also think, I mean, I think he could do a good job at a number of different Premier League teams. Um, in a, in a back, in, a, in, a, in like a two, as opposed to a three. Um, I just feel like he just needs to maybe improve a little bit more technically. Um, you know, he's good physically, he's good in the back, he's good like in one-on-ones. Um, and we've seen him, you know, do that against some top, some top players, you know, Grealish, Sterling, Mane. So he is capable of performing when required, but I just feel that one is going to be, what's being asked of him is a lot. More than he probably is used to be able to give technically, and I just think in a back, in a back five, right wing back is in the position he should be playing. It should probably, if he's going to play any position, it will be one of the back three, most likely being um, the right centre back. But again, as well, like I still feel it. It seems to me like under Conte, all three centre backs have to be proficient in playing. They have to be ball, ball playing centre backs.
2: Yeah,
1: that's correct.
2: 100 percent um you will see it'll be interesting to see what happens to tanganga i still really feel like he he would suit playing in the back three but you know who knows send i just can't say whatever he does at this point send, send him out on loan if he i mean we sent out kyle walker to Aston
1: villa if i'm correct when we yes. when we first got him we sent him out to send him out on loan to another premier league team let him, let him let's see what he's like you know another yeah, premier league team I, I, I,
0: do you know what? People, you know, people like young players, they're not supposed to, unless they're like wonder kids, they're not supposed to come into first team football and hit the ground running. Sometimes alone might just be what you need. It might just be something just to help build your confidence, to get some games, some minutes behind you, um, to kind of know what you're kind of good and what you're good, what you're not good at, where you can work on. Like I was um, watching the other day, I watched, I know it's really silly, but um, I watched Carl Walker-Peters, not Carl Walker-Peters, um, what's this fella's name? Uh, at Celtic, centre back,
1: um Vickers. Yeah, Carl
0: Vickers. Yeah, and he's having a he's having a great old time at Celtic. Sell that
1: youth. do yes. Celtic, Don't get, you get, his up, get his value up. Get <laughs> you know I mean? Celtic. Like, I, was, I was reading
0: lo- <laughs> I was reading lots of stuff about him, and they actually they're probably I imagine they're probably going to invoke their ability. Yeah, I hope they him. do. He's yeah, he's he's having a great season. Uh, Sometimes you might not know where your level is is at. It doesn't exactly. always be the first team Premier League, but <laughs> if it means getting some experience and getting somewhere where you're comfortable, go, go for it. You know, go for it. I mean, how old is Tanganga?
2: 21?
1: 22? 20, 23 Yeah, I think. he's getting there. Uh, the f- f- the f- thing is, yeah, like, like I see, I see um, Toby saying like defending a lot. Um, Tanganga, I've I've now noticed that Toby defends a lot of players that get that gets shot at, yeah, like, he's been defended, Hojbjerg, you don't need to defend these men, you know, <laughs> like, Spurs <laughs> might not be their level, fam, just, just accept it, yeah, we know Sanchez and Daya and are shocking, we know that, but you can't turn around and be like, Tangango is going to be a step up from even Sanchez, like, that's, that's how bad it is, I have to ask, is, is, Tanganga a step up from Sanchez. And there's going to be massive arguments against or for that. So if you if you can't categorically tell me he's a step up from the guy that's arguably the worst of... The, oh my gosh, that means I'm not even considering Davis to be the worst of the three. No, i will not get onto that
2: because I am... What the hell has happened to me? He's playing quite well. Do you know like, what? I noticed as well when you paused earlier when I asked you about Hang on, I felt like you were trying to think of a nickname for him, but that you haven't really got one yet. For nah, nah, bit. nah. He's, I don't he's think. Safe. But...
1: <laughs> he's safe. He's, he's safe from that. He's safe. He's safe. He's
0: right, safe
2: for But yeah, safe. no, I I do agree. I think he is better on the ball than Sanchez. I think he's a much more measured defender, especially one v one than Sanchez as well. Sanchez can get rash. He gets skinned up for fun, like we saw against Mora. Um, yeah. I prefer it if he. I personally prefer it if he got first team football for us especially in the back three but if he was going to go on loan to Brighton for example, especially playing in a system which is similar to ours, then I definitely wouldn't hate it because I still think like with some more game time and more experience and for it not um for the injuries he's had back to back he would be a much much better player. He'd be much higher in stature as a player by now. I think he's got the minerals, but he's just been a bit unlucky with injuries. And obviously, we've chopped and changed our managers quite a lot over the last 18 months. Yeah, so we have. Absolutely. It'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, there's a comment here from Era uh, Boy. I feel like I know who this is, but I still can't put my finger on who it is. Um, but yeah, uh, it could have been fourth man, he would have been perfect in this situation. But we didn't plan ahead for him yeah, to actually probably, have a good yeah. season, we it should have, 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 have at least got more money for him. But yeah,
1: it could have worked for fourth. That that comes like
2: that's that that's
1: definitely error talking there. <laughs>
0: that's
1: one hundred <laughs> percent.
2: Fair enough, man. Fair <laughs> some, enough.
0: Of these, some of these comments are killing me. Yeah, it's <laughs>
2: So okay. Ethan um, has just summed up Sanchez perfectly by saying he goes down more than a bowl cat. Um, <laughs> if you don't know, then yeah, look that up um, in the dictionary. <laughs> yeah, get to know without maybe practicing without practicing the practical version, maybe because yeah, <laughs> it's winter time. You got to stay safe out there. Um, well, like I guess that sums up Sanchez. Um, Obviously, with us winning 3-0, there was a few players that had to play well. There was one in particular, a player who I thought I was completely over, but he uh, ended up playing a key part of the win. Uh, Topps, I came to you. Um, about two players, I guess, because we had um, an interesting player subbed on, on 22 minutes after Reggie longer got injured. And much maligned and criticised for not being available, Ryan... Sess, aka Sus Becht, <laughs> Um How do you think he did and how do you think Lucas Mora played? Uh, generally, I mean, he did score a world class goal. Yeah. But um, how would you rate I their did... performances, man?
0: Um, Sus, I, f- I thought Sus was, I, f- I thought he did okay. I mean, to be honest with you, it wasn't ideal having to come on, like, because he, he was just thrust in, you know, based off that injury from Regulon. And I think in the first half he did okay. I think he did okay in the first half. Like he couldn't really get that much into the game um, because you know Norwich had a lot of possession, as, as you guys know. But in the second half, I felt like he was building in confidence. He was doing things more that I expect that he has the ability to do. You know, quick one touch, quick one touches. You know, getting around around the corner, taking on what was a very competitive Max Irons. Um, on that flank as well. So it was a nice little... And where I was actually sat, it was a really nice battle to watch those two go at it because I think both of them, they're quite athletic, very, very, very quick, decent on the ball. Um, I have a, I won't say I have a lot of time for him because I just feel like he hasn't played enough for Spurs and I just feel like we don't have that much of a sample size to really compare. But what we have seen, you know, it hasn't... It hasn't exactly rocked us, you know? It hasn't exactly rocked us. I need to see more from him, if, if anything, Mm -hmm. I need to see him play more regularly and I need to see when he does play have more of an impact, you know, like we bought him for the fee that we have and I don't even think he's played up or even started 10 games for us to be honest with you so I need to see more from him when he does play and (coughs) I need to see a bit more, especially on the attacking side because we all know he went to Hoffenheim you know, he was able to build his confidence as a left wing back left, left back but we all know his ability when he's going forward, his ability to score goals. He's got really good left foot. He's sort of quick. Um, he can beat a man. And these are these are sort of attributes of his that we just haven't seen. We haven't seen when he's been at Spurs. So I, I'm kind of hoping, you know, after that disaster class against Mura it improves. And hopefully if he stays fit and he can get a bit more game time, then he can be a nice replacement or a nice sort of backup for uh regular um and with sancho uh, lucas more sorry lucas Moore is such a divisive character for me because it. you know there are some days that he's on it some days that he's not and i feel like when he wants to turn up he will and even when he wants to turn up there'll be games when he's utter garbage utter garbage you know so when i think about the games that he had for instance against brentford He had less he had 53 or 54% passing accuracy. So that means nearly half of his passes were just Mm. going astray. That was was in a game. That was in a game that was quite tight. And I know we 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 won it in the end. But again, on another day, you know, four or five of those passes that could be good. Could obviously they could go the other way. But then you get games like we did on well last Sunday against uh, Norwich where a lot of what he did was very good. Um, you know he's very good in the half turn. He's one of the only really committal sort of attacking players to bring players with him or run at players. And one thing I did like about his performance that was better than the Brentford game was he was making better decisions. He knew when to take the ball off the midfielders and the and the and the wing backs. He knew when to to play one touch, two touch. He knew when he had the moment to make a turn and run at the defenders. And obviously, as well, with his goal, you know, it was a, it was a great first touch, took it around the defender, a, neat, a nice, neat one-two with Son, and he didn't even have any backlift before, he, you know, he rifled into the top corner. So mm. that's the kind of thing I like to see from Lucas. But again, with Lucas, I think in the bigger scheme of things, we should be thinking about an upgrade. This is someone who is good. This is someone who is good, but I don't think it's the player of the quality that we need. I think, if anything, he's a good option to have as a, as a sub. He's a great option actually because he's going to come on. He's full of energy. He's one of the fitter ones in the team, and he's just going to run at people, be it with his dribbling or with it being wing, with his his intent and the odd goal, which is what you want. But for now, I feel like you know I'm kind of okay, you know, with his performances. I want to see more consistency, and like one thing we were saying as well is that someone like him, with Kane not scoring, he has to step up. He's one of the primary attackers for for us now, you know. So. Is games like that where you want
2: him to, to pop up with a goal or an assist, you know? Yeah, and uh, when you uh, touched upon um, him actually releasing the ball and playing a little bit of one-two touch, that's encouraging for me because as well as the, the Brentford game, that first half performance against Leeds was insane. Like I remember even saying that like, I've never shouted release so many times in one game, let alone one half. So yeah, him actually releasing the ball and playing a little bit of combination plays music to my ears because if he's a coachable player, like I still think he's still one of the most well-rounded, technically gifted players we've got in the whole squad. Probably top three mm-hmm. in terms of yeah. uh, what he can do. It's just he's he's been brain dead until now. That, if Conte can coach him to be a better player and to utilise his qualities better, then I'm for him. Obviously, being in the team personally. Um, Yao seems quite impressed as well. Like, would you uh encouraged by his performance? Are you seeing kind of little things of um, perhaps Conte's influence with him? Because his goal did, in fact, actually come by releasing the ball, um, which is music to my ears. Maybe he can get a bit more chalk in his boots. Who knows? We we'll might find that on the next episode of more going solo, rogue, whatever. But yeah, are you encouraged by that at all? You know what? When
1: I when I see more of play for Spurs, yeah, you know that Nollywood uncle that is standing by the wall and he goes, Ah, I think I have talents. But what it is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's all I think about. Whenever I you see, familiar, good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's every, all I think about. Yeah. And what infuriates me the most is like, what he's in his 30s now, 30, 30-what, something like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, cool. He can't be our starting option. I'm, I'm I'm, with Tops here. Like, I'll be fine if he's coming off the bench. But he can't be our starting option because a man has given us one goal in what? It was some stupid stat. This well, is this, this is
0: the crazy stat as well. That was his first goal for Spurs in the league, lads, since February.
1: That's see, insane.
0: What That's kind absolutely of... insane.
1: Listen, listen. Them things can't... be insane. And you see the shot that he took, here. Yeah? I promise you, yeah, he takes that shot at least three times every game this season. Go check every game that he's played in this season. He's taken that same outside-of-the-box, lashed-it-with-his-lace shot in better games this season. And they've gone high, they've gone wide, like they've barely made the keeper have to pull off a save. Bear these shots. So, nah. Um... Yeah, fine. He scored against um, Norwich, had some good passages of play. Um, but overall, I'm done, bro. Just freaking <laughs> get, him, get, him, get
2: a replacement for my man and have him on the bench, please. Mm-hmm. And you've got a replacement in mind, lads? Uh, I
0: mean, uh, if, we're, if we're thinking about players... We covered we can... this quite well in the
2: last pod, to be fair. Yeah,
0: I'm not
2: gonna, I'm
1: not gonna get into it. No, I'm not gonna get into it because i I, do <laughs> yeah, yeah bit, I know, a bit higgy out there. My, my, my problem is like suspect now. Yeah, I, honestly, this could be his best game that he's played in a Spurs shirt because I've got time for him. You know, I've still like, got time for him. Nah, 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 nah. Like seriously, on a, on a serious note, <laughs> yeah, the kid's young. And I said this on the last podcast. here. Yeah, that's what is saving him because I'm done. I'm so done with the like, bruv. We're talking about a professional footballer over here. Yeah, there were some games where I saw him take the touch and I was like, How's your touch a setup? How is your touch a setup for your real touch? What am I? What What's going on over here? Am I deep in that properly? Your touch. Is a setup for your actual touch, meaning it's all baggy. You've got Tesco taking all the bags and not even filled in none of them. It's horrible. So now nah, that is arguably, arguably, his best performance for Spurs. And I know people are gonna be like, oh, what about the Bayern Munich game? After he scored, he got done, he got touched. Yeah, it was. It was a crime in Germany, yeah. He got moved to. So now I'm not having none of that. Suspect. If he wants to win over the fans, he has to. He doesn't even need like to start. Honestly, it's not a it's not a factor starting. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. People are gonna be like, he's not gonna live up to the, the lofty heights. But if people go back to Gareth Bell's first, you know. Month or first season with Spurs, it was Only horrible. Ten it was horrific. Yeah. It was very bad. Yeah, very bad. It was it was bad. Yeah, like this guy was on the verge of going out the door. Obviously, he had he had three million. Yeah, he was going out the door. It was close, and he turned it around. And we know what what his story became. I'm not saying that Sus can reach them lofty heights. I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, he doesn't need to be starting to improve. What fans think of him, he just needs to be consistent in his performances. That's all. Getting sent off against Mora, you're on minus nine hundred. Yeah, you, you've got you got a lot of making up to do. That was stupid. Yeah, but he had. A, I think he had a decent game against Norwich. Yes, Aaron's did give him some good trouble, which is good to see how he dealt with that, and he didn't back out of it, and he did try and get up the field and. Help out the attack, and he did put. He put in a very good ball into the box that Kane was was standing behind the defender, watching the defender whine. Don't know why when when you could have just made the dart near post, you know, and made it look tasty. But it's cool, you know. So he did play decent enough, but like I said, he just needs to do better.
2: Agreed. And there was, we were talking about uh, potential replacements for Lucas Mora, Jay spurs came again with this, which was heavily rumoured recently. Um, I'm personally not having it after the game against Bayern, even though I romanticised it a little bit. But then Boos? Question mark? No, nah, not having him. Not having him. Not taking him, mate. Thought as much. Um, not taking him. Yeah, same. Injury, in- injury
0: record speak for itself. Like I think he's insanely, insanely talented. Insanely talented. More talented than any right-winger or attacker we have, bar Son and Kane. But just inconsistencies with his injuries just means that he's not a reliable option. Just How much, uh, how much is
2: he
1: going for?
0: What's uh,
2: the room? I think his contract might be up in the summer.
0: Yeah, I think it's up. In I,
2: I'd need to double-check that. But I think his uh, contract might be up in the summer. If his contract is up in the summer, I'd take it.
1: So, yeah, don't
2: are you just saying something to be controversial what you actually having him that. I'll take it do that. He looks really no, poor too. against Bayern. I can't lie. He has no he did. I didn't watch uh, I didn't
1: watch the game. Was he was he that bad? Yeah
0: he, he just he looks, tried he just to dust out. Pavard,
2: he couldn't even outpace Pavard or skin Pavard. Um, he's, he's
1: come back from injury though, he's just returned, right.
2: Yeah, hasn't he always just
1: returned from injury though? He's Fair Always point.
0: returning from injury.
1: Fair always returning
0: from injury.
1: Fair. You know That's what? I'm, not, in, I'm not gonna lie. Tops is correct. He's his injury record is frightening. Um, I'm probably being, I'm probably just hoping here. But if we did game, just. <laughs> I, I I think I read
0: something like, I might be wrong. I think the last three years he's only played about like forty games or something like this.
1: Yeah, but I'd, I'd do the same at Barca. Really, same really fam, I'll tell you what. Really I'll tell you, fam, if I'm playing... Listen, in f- those 40 games in the last three years, I swear he's won La Liga at least once, won the Copa del Rey at least once, been to a Champions League... Set. Fam, big man, I don't need to be fit at Barca. I don't need... To, but I'm at Barca, fam. Yeah? Them, the team alone will get me far. I don't need to be fit at Barca. I'm just saying... Yeah, if he comes first, uh, let let me paint the, let me land, let me paint the picture for you, yeah? (laughs) He comes first, Conte sits in down and says, listen, yeah, as an Italian man, I don't like the French anyway, yeah? So you're not going to get no walk over here. You either work hard and come into the team or you don't work hard. We got you on a free, man will just ship you out in January, Yeah. Yeah, his, wages, his,
0: his wages, his his wages, are monster as well.
1: Though. Yeah, 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 but he's not. He's never Probably. getting either. never, never in his life is he getting the wages that he's got at Barcelona now. Ever again, impossible. Yeah, I I mean, like, it's
0: just I just I'm, I'm just any club, know, I'm him, very... any club that comes in for him,
1: any club that comes in for him offering him, okay, from from England alone, yeah, because it's pounds. It's way different than euros. It'll be a bit more, yeah. yeah. England highest he's getting is one fifty a week. Max. I'm also just wary mm.
0: of this notion that you know you can come to Spurs and that's where you'll be able to collect your 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 wage and build your confidence and your fitness up and then you can do one, you know. No 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 under, course, Conte,
2: so under, now, under Conte No, under Conte you're not getting
0: that can Conte be, driving work you're not playing. Well this exactly. is it, you is he does he look like a like a Conte type player? I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: Yeah, uh, we've got a uh, man like Ash. She's a frequent listen to her pod. There's no way in hell I'm taking Dembele either. Shout out, Ash, man. Uh, stick around in no, the stream, what, Ash, brother. You because... want to keep winks? <laughs> he's he's out here giving everyone COVID, like patient zero. <laughs> stick around, Ash, because we've got some questions <laughs> for you, brother.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> I've heard things about you. Um, <laughs> Probably not true, but I just heard things. Um yeah into it, Dembele. Um it would be exciting. He'd be one of those players who I'd be like guessed about having at Spurs for like five minutes and I'll see him play a game and i think, ah oh, shit, we fucked it. Um it'll be maybe like another Giovanni Dos Santos. Maybe oh, that was probably sick. even worse. That was sad. That was disappointing. Um... The new, the new Ronaldinho, I thought, at the time. My young self was so, so naive. Just um, but Yeah, just to summarise the uh, the Norwich performance. Um, yeah, we'll move back on to you. Obviously, Norwich had, like, the lion's share of possession. It was, like, 60% and arguably probably created the better chances um, in terms of, like, expected goals, I imagine they probably would have done better. Pookie, Mr. Howler. Like, how do you think we performed generally? Like, did we were we kind of justified beating them 3-0? Oh, yeah. In your opinion. Well, yeah, 100 percent justified beating
1: them 3-0. Look, mm-hmm. the, the thing with football yeah is that people would be like, ah, oh, they had chances there and right, So we had chances too. They, if they scored all their chances and we scored all our chances, they would have got banged same way. Like, so it it does that whole Expected goals thing. What I was more annoyed about was okay. So hence why I said Tanganga was awful for argument's sake. Yeah. First possession of play. Dyer's in the right position defensively, I feel. Yeah. Tanganga can see the guy in front of him. Mm. That is all you need is a quick glance over your shoulder to make sure there's nobody behind you. Just make sure the ball doesn't go to that guy. And this is like at the start of the game, yeah, but he kind of just stands there. The guy gets into the. In fact, Enganga kind of shifts himself backwards to go behind Loris, just in case the ball beats Loris. Why are you trying to clear balls off the line, bro? Stop that nonsense. Defend first, yeah. Then, then worry about whatever the keeper's doing on his line. And that's that's what was annoying because it was a makeshift backline. In terms of some of the players, obviously hadn't um, played together as a backline. But in terms of the performance, yeah, I think we were well deserved of the the 3 0 victory. The chances that Norwich had to be fair to Norwich, I expect them to make chances like that when they have 62 or 63 possession percent of the ball. Like, why would you not be capable of creating chances like that? We've kind of set up to kind of allow you to have the ball, because technically you're not a fantastic team anyway. Have the ball, once you lose it, we'll counter attack on you. Get our goals and finish you, and that's what happened. You know, they missed their chances. I couldn't care less. Next time, finish your dinner in it.
2: Exactly. That's yes, fair play. Uh, Tops. Would you agree with that, or did you think we? Performed? I mean, you know,
0: in 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 many in many regards. Under. Yes, I will. But also, I mean, if we're looking at a base level and look at the numbers, it wasn't a great performance. It wasn't a great performance. I feel like people can get these sort of ideas modelled because they think, okay, you look at the score. Did it? Was it a three 0 Was it a three nil game? In my opinion, it wasn't. They probably deserved a bit more from the game. On, you know, if if we're yeah, deserve, they deserved the goal. They had a lot more of the possession, and in arguably they played better. But again, that's also what makes the top level so cutthroat. You can have as much possession as you want, but if you look at the top, if you look at the scoreboard you know, at the end of the 90 minutes, if it's three for us and it's none for you, it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Um, I feel like it will be an indicator of where we are as a team later on, purely because it was played on a Sunday, which was after a midweek game. It was against a lower opposition where we were able to, whilst not we weren't able to reduce the amount of chances they had, we were very clinical in the chances that we had. And I also feel like, Looking at that, he will realise what we maybe need to do or what we maybe need to change to prevent a team who is a better like opposition having as much possession and also having as many chances or good chances as what Norwich had. If we're looking at the last two games, I mean, Brentford was a much better performance, even though the, the win was much tighter, but Brentford are a better team. Um, and I won't say that we paid Norwich respect. I feel like Norwich decided that they wanted to play a certain way against us, and for many, in many respects, it worked. But they just didn't score. And again, that is a, the small differences in the, at the top level to between sides who are going to be able to be clinical, and sides who are going to be able to soak up pressure. And when they have the chance, put them away. And it was just one of those days where we were. Um, I think we'll definitely learn from it. But again, I uh, I still think we're way off. I think we're way off in terms of our team, in terms of um, our style, from what Conte fully wants. So, if it means we're winning games and performing like this, I'm taking it. I'm absolutely taking it. Absolutely taking it.
2: Fair, fair play. And yeah, I'll take it. So it. again, we we really need that goal difference back up to what it was. It's not quite as bad as certain other North London teams. But we'll take it. Oh, we got a game in hand as well, and our star striker's still not performing, but we got a better goal difference. Ah, so, We've got two games um two games in hand now, probably and potentially more. Um, yeah, just moving on to another player who is, uh, I see much criticized. Uh, everyone thought he was done. Um, been a huge success in the Conte system in th- uh, with Ben Davis, and probably scored the kind of most kind of successful. Conte system S goal, if you will, um, or help set it up, essentially playing a huge role in it. Um guys, yeah, our first copy. Like, what do you think of Ben Davis's role in the team and how did he play against uh against Norwich?
1: I think he had a good game against Norwich. I wouldn't say it's the best game he's ever played for Spurs because I've seen far better games for him. Uh but he had a relatively decent game against Norwich who played very well in linking up with the attack when he made those um, runs forward Uh, it's clear to see that in the Conte system your right centre back right yeah right centre back and your left centre back will bomb up and obviously um, push up and try and help the attack as much as possible Uh, but in saying that uh, without a shadow of a doubt unequivocally um, Davis needs to be sold like <laughs> I don't know where you thought this was going. Yeah. That boy cannot stay. He's he's not even yeah. at the stairs. He's at Seven Sisters Train Station. Yeah. And the only reason he's been brought back is because we got an outbreak. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason we called him back. Yeah. Because this guy should not be in the starting lineup. He is he is living luxurious life. To be wearing a spare shirt, I cannot wait. I cannot wait, yeah, <laughs> for this guy to be sold. Sell him, sell him now, bro. Sell him now while we can. Jesus, he stopped I his purpose- even. Up slightly. <laughs> teams are like, oh, oh, Davis looks like he could do it, but yeah, sell him, sell him now, bro. Get rid of all <laughs> that.
2: I'm laughing because I'm getting <laughs> accused of pushing Penn Davis propaganda. I'm, yeah. Oh, yes, Let yes, me yes, just get this yes, out. I'm no, genuinely no, not no. like I wanted him. I'll, I'll push Harry Winks no, propaganda. It, it, but this does it's not awesome. tie into um, any kind of Welsh mafia or Ben Davis propaganda. I promise you. <laughs> yeah. But I have to acknowledge. I think um, even last season, the few of us mentioned um, that he would probably do okay if he's still at the club. He'd do okay as a third centre back in a doing a back system. And yeah. I can't think of a bad game he's had for Conte yet. Um, I could be wrong. And I feel like positionally, he's taken to the system like a duck to water. Of course, he's been playing there for Wales for years, right? But he, he always seems to be in the right position, but he just never does anything with his good positions. um with the ball at all. And this is probably the first game I've seen him do something probably good with the ball, other than forcing an own goal in the conference league against, was it Vitesse at home in uh, Conte's first home game? Yeah, like, it, like, and that was an accident. I didn't really give him credit for that, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't remember a bad performance from him under Conte yet. Um, I just feel like, yeah, he's well, while well, he's in the team this season, I can't see him being replaced until probably the summer. And yeah. if he's at the club, he may as well do a job for us in that position while he's playing well. But by no means would I keep him as like a, a linchpin in the team beyond the summer. Sell him.
0: He's now, building his value be, up.
2: Nothing. He's building his value up. it's beyond, actually encouraging.
0: Nothing beyond the summer. The Newcastle in certainly. the
2: summer. I
1: Newcastle in January. They could take him down, bro. Take him for ninety mil. He is whack. You know, bro. And, I'm not, and I'm not even here for this. I'm not even here for this sentimental rubbish about oh he
0: doesn't complain. Oh, he always does a job. He's been at Spurs, one of the longest-serving members. I couldn't give a damn. Honestly, I really couldn't give a flying. Listen, like once you get to the summer, <laughs> get an upgrade on him. Get him gone. Thank you for your service, but you're done, brother. It's
1: all good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even thank him for his service. Yeah, seriously. He could keep performing the way. Look, I haven't got a bad word to say about him performance-wise since Conte has come in because he's he's probably been one of the the better players. Yeah, but Minar, care sell him. (laughs)
2: Thank you, Jay. (laughs) Sell him. That's what I mean. He's just building up his value. That's that's what I love to see. Um, yeah, it'll be hopefully one of the few players we might be able to flog to Newcastle in January or or the summer. If he gets an extension, like Nathan's saying, word on Road, he's getting a two year extension. I'm not having that at all. Don't get me wrong. My goodness. I'm just wait, calling wait, wait. it how I see it in his past few or his past few games under contract
1: Nathan can't be saying
2: that Davis is getting a two year
1: extension when he fully knows Arteta is staying for another five seasons.
2: I think Nathan's just trying to be a protagonist here and he's trying to get a reaction, and that's fine. Uh, but he, I, I really hope he doesn't get a two year extension. I don't <laughs> even know when his current contract runs out. So, yeah, to get a two year extension up, be to on a contract that. which might run out in 2023, no. Ben Davis 2025. I'm not trying to hear it. But, there we go. awesome. God, but yeah, man. Um, Again, just summarising it, we obviously got um, a lot of the build-up in the game as well was kind of comparing Skip and Gilmore. Skip came out man of the match um, after Conte's comments to say, like, yeah, I can improve this guy. Obviously, he's um, expressing himself going forward a bit more. Um, Got man of the match, even though uh, some of the guys said that Billy Gilmore probably had a better midfield game. Uh, how would you guys summarise Skip's performance versus Gilmore? And I know Kafkas um, is probably going to love this now because we might have to say and admit that Gilmore played better. But uh, no, try no, and I think, be as nice and objective as possible without being too nice to Chelsea, please.
0: No, I think uh, Skip had a better game in terms of <laughs> what he did. Um, I think Skip, you know, we know, we all know his like capabilities, what he's good, what he's not good at. Things he needs to improve, but I think at the moment he's in a good moment. And Conte probably looks at him and thinks, "Okay, he's okay." I thought Gilmore was good in in the sense that very good ball retention, kept it ticking very well. Looks really, really impressive player. Like I think he could definitely play as a six, you know, in the future. But again, like you know, lots of healthy possession didn't really amount to too much. Um, didn't provide that much of a goal for it. Um but I mean it was it was a very tight game it was interesting because I I did say as well that would probably be the battle battle of the sixes in terms of uh, both of those players for their respective teams. Um but I just think maybe just because of Skip's defensive capabilities and how he got us out of trouble in a mo- in different in the number of moments, maybe just edged it. Um and then they even pulled Gilmore off as well, whereas Skip played the um the full ninety. But again it's you know I think Skip's in a, in, he's in a good place right now. I just don't... I feel like there shouldn't be too much pressure amounting on him. This isn't someone who we're even expecting to play more, you know, as regularly as it has been. But clearly, um, Conte's taken to him and he's clearly a coachable player, taking instruction well and doing, you know, his job well within his means. Um, but I think there's hopefully a bit more to come from him. Um, and I think as well, he'll probably take on a lot of the information with regards to how progressive he is and how he needs to prove his technical side of his game. Um, One thing as well, I also kind of compared to those two, um, is that like Skip is so much more imposing on a physical side as well. I think over the summer, he looks like he's bulked up a little bit. Um, And whilst um, Gilmore is very good on the ball, you know, he's very nifty. um, He's quite a small, slight player. I feel like um, definitely Skip does give us that bit of extra... And I've always said it, you know, he's a bit more robust. Um, you have someone who's a bit more tenacious, strong in the tackle, able to sort of keep the ball um, on the physical side as well, not just the, the technical side. But, I mean, they, 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 they both played well. They both played well. Um, but I think Skip, I think he etched it.
2: That's very fair to say. Uh, I was in new era coming in saying that Skip more effective, Gilmore a better player. Uh yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Gilmore is a younger player as well. So really true sure he has got a lot of promise ahead of him. But so does Skip. Um I'm really encouraged by what uh, Conte can do with him as well. So really sure, I look forward to that. Um so that kind of summarizes up the the game against Norwich. Obviously, Beno setting up Son for the third goal. Oh, oh I keep on forgetting that Sanchez scored in that game as well for our first corner goal in God knows how long, in like a thousand games. We've not, we've not scored from a corner. Um, yeah, the celebration was the best one as well from Sanchez. Like I think there was a comment in here that said Lucas Moore celebrated like he does that every week. Look at Sanchez when he scored that goal and he just walked off like he's been bossing it in the team um, for, for ages scoring goals like that. It was shameless, but love to see it um but yeah son finally looking like to me he's getting a bit more used to conte's system um but yeah uh coming from uh neuroboy actually i will put this question to both of you guys what's skip ceiling hmm. it's a good tough
0: question one. tough one good question um i would like to say That he's a he's a he's a he'll be an effective ball winning six. I feel like um, someone. I know this might seem a bit like crazy, a bit out there, but if he's looking at players who have similar styles to him, maybe I would like maybe think that he should look at like maybe molding kind of similar to the way we. Declan Rice plays. Knows his capabilities, knows exactly what he's good at. Very good in the tackle, very good at pressing, winning the ball back. But where the two differ is that now you often see for West Ham, Rice is quite happy to take the ball, to try and move it up the pitch. And he's also a decent passer as well. I'm not going to say he's a great passer, but he's a decent passer. And you can trust him technically. You're not looking at him and saying, "Okay, God, He's going to lose it the minute he gets it. Um, I think as well because he's so young, it's very difficult to say. You don't really know what his ability, his full range of ability is yet. But I think if he's thinking of, of, of a player that he sees regularly or he watches, maybe that would be someone that I think, in terms of their their attributes, that he would probably I would say probably looks kind of similar. Um, I mean, like at the moment, Rice is a is a decently rated sort of Premier League player. Um, and I think maybe he can even get a bit better but I think in terms of their attributes definitely that's probably where he could probably improve Um, lots lots of areas he can improve but I'd probably say yeah Rice maybe in my opinion
2: Mm. yeah it's a good comparison I think he can go uh, I think he can go even just about slightly above what Declan Rice's current level is in my opinion, um, I think as well as his ball winning, he's actually a bit more progressive than Declan Rice. But um, that's really only really like been seen while he's been playing for Norwich. He's still expressing himself in his first shirt, uh, game by yeah. game. So long may that continue. Obviously, he still needs to keep on showing it. I think he's got a really big hunger to improve as well, um, which I rate. So, yeah, he's not one of the team like many who are already in our team that just want to rest on their laurels and not improve and that've stagnated and helped rot the squad um yeah i think he can be a great player for us a linchpin in the team and shout out to kevin neash a.k.a. sai who done a really good thread on skip on the on the twitter account for us so yeah um check that out if you haven't seen that already um just moving know- on Sorry man. You
1: no, know, sorry to to add on to that. I I'm going to be brutally honest. I don't rate Rice. Yeah, I don't. Oh, funny enough, it seems like Ka- Kafka's um thinks the same. I don't rate This rice.
2: is Dan's soft propaganda influenced though. So <laughs> it's, it's tough, I don't is, I don't
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't rate Rice like that. I'm 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 not going to say what level I rate him at, but I just don't rate him like that. Skip ceiling I think it's going to be hard to judge Skip Sealand until he's got a season and maybe a half under him in the Premier League. That's when we can really say, all right, fine, this is roughly where he could be in. As it stands right now, he's still a bit rough um, around the edges in terms of he's passing, he's progressing play, um, but he's robust and he likes to definitely do the defensive work, which is good. Um, comparing the two between him and um, Gilmore. Uh, my problem is Gilmore is a box-to-box midfielder. It's very hard to compare a box-to-box midfielder with an anchorman. Anchorman has really one job, which is to help the defence and then progress the ball into the final third, whereas a box-to-box player is collecting the ball and joining in both passage of plays. Um, so for me, Gilmore would be the better of the two. Um but Skip had the better game. But now I I think it's hard to judge what his ceiling is going to be. Do I see a good player in Skip? Uh, I see potential for there to be a good player in Skip. Um, But if you want my honest opinion, I think he's one of those players (coughs) that has to work extremely hard, way harder than a lot of other midfielders um, to get the best. Um, out of himself, um, because I don't think the the natural talent is high with him. I think he's uh, working talent, and his ability to work within a team uh, has a higher ceiling than his natural talent. Similar, funnily enough, to the Mook, you know, <laughs> in in terms of that. If if he works hard. You know, I think he can have a very good career. Um, Whether he will be respected in the English game, because the English game doesn't really respect players like Skip. He's more of a European kind of midfielder in terms of the way he plays football. Uh, The the English game respects players like Rice, Henderson, who are both dry. But, okay, that's for another day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's very far. Um, Very far, sorry apart from City, but Liverpool, Chelsea, he plays for the rest. Yeah, I think he gets right in uh, United's team, to be fair. Um, He's been a much-improved player over the last year. Who knows? I think Skip can have a similar elevation and the Conte, like Tobes alluded to, it would be exciting. Uh, As for the Mook, um, it's interesting because Jay Spurs was uh, saying, did we talk about him? In the Norwich game, I completely forgot to talk about him, to be honest was you. He didn't score. Um, how would you quickly summarise his performance?
1: He's a muck and he remains a muck. <laughs> uh,
0: um, summarise it. I mean, he's in a... I feel like he's trying and his overall performances are a bit better. But he's also seen... It feels like he's trying too hard as well. I mean, and I feel like it's an issue now because... You know, one in six, one in seven, probably a third. Okay, fine. He's in a bad moment, but a third of the season's gone, and he scored one. He scored one, you know, competitive goal in the league. It's, I think we've got a bit of a problem, and this is it's even more, it's even worse, and it's being compounded by the fact that there isn't anyone to replace him. So he's just going to be running himself into the ground, trying to regain or gain any kind of form. Um, I feel like it needs to be really looked at, but I'm not going to speak more and more on, on it. I, I just don't care in the moment to be honest with you.
2: <laughs> fair enough man yeah uh just hopefully you get some reinforcements soon um let's see for me h-, h is still coasting through games through gogeta uh hard to disagree the guy has forgotten how to score ac- according to patient zero um i never really liked him ash fair play uh big up the panel thank you big up yourself as well jazz um quite regular on the stream as well I've noticed. Um, but yeah, that, that sums up Kane. He's kind of going under the radar still. Um, there we go. Uh, Tobes says he was decent, overall performances are improving. Um, yeah, I agree with that. But the most important thing is getting worse. His finishing is still not there, he's missing bearing the league for the team, and he doesn't create. Tops definitely cares though. <laughs> no, Tops doesn't. Do you know no. what? He doesn't. Do you know what it
0: is? It's it's not that I don't care. It's just that like and I and I and I have said this as well. I have said this at the beginning of the season. I don't know, like maybe it is because I'm like a a Spurs fan who really cares about what the players think of the club. I just mm-hmm. something about him, it just I just became detached when the summer stuff happened and I I almost felt that unless he had a monster season for us, it would it would rain it back in for me. But the fact that he's continued to play poorly, and at times it looks like he has down tools, has compounded the fact that I just don't really care for him that much anymore. And yeah, I'm not going to say too much on you know? it. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to go as far. I'm not gonna, you see what saying, you see what, say, what the moocs done. I'm not see what the to the tops. Came, I, I mean, if the right amount came, I would sell him. That's how I feel at this point because I feel like. Why are we pushing for a guy who, who clearly at the at the point was didn't want to be with us, didn't want to stay, and now he's being forced upon us because no one else wanted to pay for him, and he can't go anywhere. But we don't have any. It's like we don't even have any replacements. So we're, so we're being forced to endure his crap form. It's just
2: yeah. And know, Conte I still know. saying has uh, been quoted as saying, "I still don't see the team starting without Harry." Or to paraphrase, he. Essentially, just didn't say he's gonna drop Harry Kane. Um, well, that's,
1: that's because the clubs made him the, the freaking talisman. Oh, uh, uh, you know we've done it to ourselves. Like uh-huh. Toby's doing, Toby's doing diplomatic community out here. He's just making sure that you know the, the squad stays together, you know, in peace and harmony. So he's he's trying to defend
2: anyone he can. You know, <laughs>
1: truth be told, yeah. Truth be told, is that Mook needs to go.
2: Yeah. Say <laughs> yeah. no more I've, I've got no time for that your rough. yeah 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 uh kafka's saying in the chat is there any hope for Cess at left wing back we oh, did we you did cover Definitely. this earlier in the pod and i'd say we're pretty 100%. divided on this uh generally there but is, i is. i think there is a future for him there for sure as long know. as he doesn't get sent off again um says he doesn't see the seam started without h we have no one else uh the athletic even wrote an article saying we don't even look like the harry kane team anymore um which is fair and yeah there we go i think we're slowly moving on from relying solely on him but yeah um it'll be an interesting few transfer windows that's what we'll say on uh on mook as well um obviously now addressing the the controversy and conspiracy i'll put my quote um i'll put my quote hands obviously we've had a few games cancelled um hello ash yep convenient that you commented at that time um yeah the um see so we had the Burnley game cancelled on Monday due to snow and then see, following the Norwich game we had a covid outbreak announced uh something like seven eight players down with covid um i'm not sure whether it's the new variant or not but then we had the stad renee game cancelled in the conference league and then we've just cancelled the the brighton game as well um Lads, there's a bit of a conspiracy to say but this is gonna benefit us, and we're kind of pulling out of games to give ourselves a bit of a Christmas break. Uh, do we agree with that? And is it actually gonna benefit us or is it gonna hinder us long term? Can, can I of can course I, yeah, um yeah, anytime.
1: Okay, so um let me sit correctly t- so that I can address the, the crowd for this one. Um, um As a Spurs fan, I feel that uh, we do not come to lie to other fans. We come with truth. Um, We cannot confirm nor can we deny uh, the allegations of conspiracy or outbreak uh, within the squad. We have sent the team away um, just for safety precautions. This isn't us trying to get a winter break. But if we do get a winter break, ha-ha, he-he, you didn't hear that. I would also like to say that the only issue I have here is that we have games in hand. And the reason why I have an issue with that is because we have a particular player in our squad that nobody sees, but he's always there. His name is Dr. Hotspur's. Or oh, Dr. Tottenham mm-hmm. to some of you guys. Now we could have four games in hand and Dr. Tottenham could come visit all four of them. It's happened before. You know, so mm-hmm. what I would say is I know a lot of fans think it's a conspiracy. We, I think we had a legitimate outbreak and it just worked in our favor. And hopefully we stay close to the pack. And when we come to our game in hands, we also get that victory. Because if we do, then it's a bit. Tasty. If we don't, boy, it's tense, isn't it?
2: This is the thing. But has it? Is it going to work in our favour, though? Do we think? And I'll, oh, I'll come to you uh, because potentially, if we have the Leicester game postponed as well, which is on the the Thursday next Thursday, that will be four games backed up, and then we have to fit that into an already crazy schedule as well. So, yeah. Is it even an advantage?
0: Personally, I don't. I don't think it's it's not an advantage because if we're looking from the Brentford game, we would have actually be, uh, the Brentford game. We, we would have actually been playing a game every three or four days, pretty much coming up on up until Boxing Day. Um, so the fact that we're now having to forego three or four of those games, knowing what we're going into with Liverpool on Boxing Day, um, the West Ham game on 22nd, Watford on New Year's Day, and then have to fill in three or four of those games that we've missed against those teams. I mean, I just don't, first of all, I just don't think we have to squad for it. I don't feel that we've got the strength in squad to be able to put out Mm. um, the same sort of 11, 14 guys to perform at a level that's required, um, which means we're going to have to, we're going to have to use the squad. And again, I just don't think that the squad is very is of very good quality at this point. Um, you know, by and large, you would always want your better players to step up, and even some of your squad players to step up. But, I mean, as you've seen against, against inferior opposition this season, when, you know, they've asked to have their cards counted, a lot of them just haven't stood up. So um, why we have this Sudden faith in the, their ability to do so um, when it actually matters—I don't really see it. Um, so I don't think it's—I don't think it's going to benefit us. Um, this is all. This is an already tight period of, of, of the year, anyway, um, and, and the conditions with COVID. Considering that our players will be affected, that are in the first team, it's not exactly going to be easy. As we've seen, lots of news has come out about players um, being affected with lots of illnesses, vaccinated or unvaccinated. And even players getting back up to full strength, having had COVID as well. So it's going to be a funny old, it's going to be a funny old period. But in my opinion, no, uh, I, unless we get reinforcements and quickly, then but at this point, no.
2: yeah. The only way I think it works in our favour is if, by some miracle, the games get rescheduled after January and we've actually made signings. But I don't think that happens. Um, I think um is echoing uh, some of my thoughts. Because so, I personally think we should have gone ahead with the Stad Renee game and just fielded the fringe team, which was rumoured to, um, to go to play, and have that as a good excuse to just bum this competition completely. I, I need us to be at this competition, because if we go through, as well as having to reschedule these games in the league, it's going to be insane. Like, we're not going to be able to do it we don't have the depth, we don't have the quality, we do not have the time. Can, you know, I, can I just add yeah, Yes, that. of course.
1: If If I'm correct, Daniel Levy is the head of one of the boards, correct?
2: As in what? the One of the UEFA boards? One of the UEFA boards?
1: One of the At, boards. The
2: ECA, uh, yeah, he stood down uh, from his role from that during the Super League and then rejoined when they asked okay. him to pay a big old fine so all i'm going to say is this yeah
1: they they're more than likely going to probably they can't fit one of the fixtures in this month that rule that out they're not going to they're not going to be like oh the burnley game has to take place during this winter period we haven't got time for that yeah it's more than likely going to be between january and march now hear me out yeah, <laughs> the brain is thinking. Yeah, now in January comes your yeah, AFCON. Yeah, so any teams that have got African nation players that have qualified for this competition, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. That's so, so some teams are going to be depleted anyway. If we get reinforcements, and this is a big if, if we get reinforcements, I don't know if we got anybody that would be leaving for AFCON. I don't think we do. Um. But if we get reinforcements and we manage to schedule these games so that they're not four in a week, but say three in a week. Yeah. So you can have Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, whatever way you want to work it, kind of like the Europa League fixtures. Yeah. If we worked it out like that, we've got Burnley away. Um it would have been Leicester away, correct? No, it would have been Brighton Lesson, at home.
0: Also. Brighton at home, uh, Leicester no,
1: away. away Leicester away, Brighton away as well. Okay. Oh Yeah, Brighton was away, you're right. Well, so it would have been three away games, yeah? So my theory is this. If come by that time, let's say the players do have, you know, have caught COVID, but it's not, you know, COVID on max. It's not COVID level 12, it's COVID level one, Yeah then the recovery, I don't think the recovery would be that bad. But if we reschedule these games where we get three games in a week, we would only have to do that for like two, maybe three, two weeks to, to fill out the fixtures. You've got only the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup, if we're still in those competitions, by the way, yeah, to then worry about. And we've got a lower league team in... The FA Cup. So we ain't really got to fill out a strong team for that. So everyone can, can drop that out of their head. The only game you got to really worry about is the Carabao Cup with West Ham. We don't know what team they're going to field out. We don't know what team we're going to field out. So I reckon Burnley away, Brighton away, Leicester away. We could be. I mean, it'll be lovely to pick up nine points from those games. I know it's Spurs. We don't we're not likely to do that. But if we can pick up a good amount of points from those three away games, when they're rescheduled, I think, I think we're laughing. Because the players look knackered now. Yeah, <laughs> they've been knackered for two months. We they, they haven't had a break. Some of them came off the Euros and went straight into the season. They haven't had a break. This is legitimately, we're looking at legitimately what? Nearly a three-week break? Until Making what? excuses for Mook now. Oh no, he's still a Mook. I told you the only way the Mook can ever gain his name back fully is if I see silverware and armpits aloft, and neither one of those two have happened so therefore he's a Mook and and shall forever remain a Mook but I think Mm -hmm. this little winter break I'm in full conspiracy mode because honestly (coughs) I think um, if I'm correct Lloris went to WizKid and he came back and said, "Yo, you man, you need to hug up this person right here because I heard they got the vid." He does love a wine, to be fair. Hey, you know them way there. I like that one, bro. He you. went there sober, but didn't come out sober. You know them way there still. Mm-hmm. So obviously, mm-hmm. he, t- he told he told Bear man, go, go hug up this this brethren of mine. They they got the vid. Outbreak heading. Well done, Lloris. Been catching and saving us for the last ten years, bro. Safe.
2: There we go. <laughs> so Does you feel like this is going to benefit us if uh, if um, Yale's theory is true? If Scott Hall's theory is true, we can manage to get through January. Then the games get rescheduled after that. We got new recruits. Romero might even be back. Boy, uh,
0: lots of hypotheticals, man.
2: I think it could work in our favour, maybe with Yarl's theory, if we bow out the Conference League, though. I think that's crucial. I think if we continue in the Conference League, it's it's just going to be cancer.
1: Is but, this the same Conference League that Leicester now have to have a playoff game to get into?
2: Yeah, yeah Big Brendan's oh, going to have to deal with that now. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, they can have yeah, it. Brenda's they looking, can have
0: it. <laughs> Brendan's looking very funny in the line, man.
2: Yeah, like you, you want us to stay in the conference league or the no? Like, do you even not. care if we win? Up. Like, I think this has as much prestige as the Audi Cup, like, if no, not, the less it prestige. It doesn't
1: have any prestige. Just like
0: if we win it, we get banned if we don't. But just it on. doesn't have
1: any prestige. Just started if you win it, you go straight into the Europa League next season. But I don't care, I want all the silver mm-hmm. win. I'm at that point of my Spurs career, bro. I want everything. I want the freaking teacup pot. I want everything. So if we go out, listen. I don't want to hear man say, "Oh, we should go all out for the FA Cup." I don't want to hear none of that. If we go all out, no, if we go out. out and we don't win a cup, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear diddly squats. <coughs> I don't want to hear crap.
0: I don't think we should be holding ourselves to any sort of standard this season. We've we've, we've changed <laughs> managers. We've, we've changed managers mid-season. We've got a very fractured squad, which isn't very good. Like I'm not looking at anything this season. If we, if we can get a top four, that's amazing. But at this point, based on how the season's gone so far, I'm holding this club and this current set of players um, to the lowest possible standard. The lowest mm. possible standard. I expect to be disappointed.
2: Um, I, I'll just slightly disagree with CavCast's comment saying it's basically the NXT title I think the NXT title still has more prestige than the Conference League so yeah
0: um, What what kind of a tournament takes the bottom barrel European League guys and pro- oh, Come on man just
2: <laughs> for, Only for us absolutely, to lose to him as well, it's, it's, it's insane
0: absolutely disgusting man, honestly
2: We've already lost to Passos de Ferrer We've already lost to Moura um yeah man. it's it's tight <laughs> let's just leave it's there's no tight. way even if we won the competition it wouldn't feel like it we, we've already lost to these dead these the, the, these dead teams these farmers so yeah like we we don't even deserve to be in it if yeah, anything of
0: course we, course we don't
2: but anyway course we don't. i think um yeah that that um wraps it up for us uh for this week um Tune in for us next week. I don't know what the agenda of next week's podcast, next week's stream would even be uh, with no games being played. We'll try and figure out something. Um, Look out for us in the Discord as well. I guess we may as well chime in and comment on other people's games being played while we're not playing any. We're getting our rest up. Don't watch us, though. We'll be back soon as a team, as a podcast. Um podcast coming out every Saturday and yeah just look out for us man um again thank you Scott Hall thank you for Booker T for being my co-hosts uh once again and hosting last week uh that was fantastic and yeah the show must go on but as for now another
0: weekend um... where our mental health are saved
2: (laughs) exactly oh a shout out to everyone else who's been in the stream in the comments as well it's been Sweet having you in there. Again, you'll probably yeah. end up uh, running the podcast next week anyway. So yeah, stay around. Um as for now, as is saying, no Spurs order out and, and peace.
1: On debut, has
2: the Has
1: arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! Sports Social Podcast Network.